Kia ora and welcome to Jules from NZ, a podcast from a Kiwi chick, chocker with roleplay gaming chat and world lore of the most fantasy place ever, Aotearoa, New Zealand. Chur. Tina Koto Katoa. Hello and welcome back to all of you to Jules from NZ. Kete Behe Koto, how are you all? Well, Kete Tino Pai, I am very, very good. And I am here to finish off the Dungeons and Dragons Nerds Adventure Restoring Harmony Circus of Illusions Part 3. Thank you for your patience as we've waited eagerly for the last installment of this adventure. Trust me, I have been dying to get it out to you, but there was some editing to do. I did want that barrel organ to keep playing in the background because I thought it was fun. So <laughs> here we are again, Joey and I, me in the seat of the Dungeon Master and Joey in the seat of Green, your nerd bard, uh, finishing off the third part of Restoring Harmony, Circus of Illusions. Take it away past us. So you see a small table with two chairs surrounded by the tools of Magnuso's trade. You know, you've got another top hat here, silken handkerchiefs, cabinet with the false back, you know, deck playing cards, crystal balls, big old large mirror in an ornate frame and a white dove in a cage. Um, yeah. You see that? Okay. So I'll go in. Mm-hmm. I go in and I start kind of looking at Does it look like, is there an area where it looks like the rat sleeps? Like, is there a little rat's nest somewhere? Yeah, there's like a, a wee little like box kind of cage situation. Yeah, I'll go look at that. Kind of poke around at it some. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go over to the desk and check out what's on the desk. Yep. And kind of like search underneath it, like seeing if there's any, because I've done some adventuring. I've seen a secret door in my life. So I'm like feeling under it for like a secret compartment or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're looking at the rat's cage and you see like, a traditional kind of rat's cage. There's some food pellets. There's the water bottle. There's the, you know, right. straw and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then there's this area where it has like kind of a softer, like, like almost like mini like pillow and blankets and bed situation, and mm-hmm. in, in like the covered part of the box. So the open kind of cage part looks fairly traditionally rat, okay. but then this other piece of the box has like another bed yeah like made out of like cloth and stuff mm. but like mini version but yeah right, yeah but like like a bed that a human would sleep in just miniature sized kind of yeah what is this interesting uh and i'll poke at it like i'll pull out my dagger and i'll like yeah you poke around at it um, nothing particularly about it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's just a regular rat's cage with a little bed in there. That's weird. Very mm-hmm. strange. All right, all right. 
like I said, I'll go, I'll walk over to the desk now. Yeah, so you have a look around on the desk and um it's like, you know, paperwork on there. Um he's been writing different spell tricks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but um there seems to be some kind of a uh like you look around under the desk and stuff and you think you feel like some kind of hidden area. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try and, and you can, yeah, yeah, so you can roll me like a sleight of hand. I know you don't have log picks, but sleight of or hand. like brute force it or Yeah, no, yeah. I want to sleight of hand it. Do I have cool. that? Is that one yeah, of my Yeah, you skills? have that. Okay. What's my plus? Plus four? Uh, yeah, plus four. Sweet. Um, well, I rolled a four, so that didn't work, probably. Eight? No. No, you can kind of hear it wriggling around, but you can't quite figure out how it, you know, opens up. It's got yeah. like a trick to it or something. You can just try and... I'm going to try it. Happens, yeah, I'm going to try and just wedge my dagger in there and kind of wiggle it around. Okay. Um, do a plus four again. On your deep thing. 16. Nice. Okay, so as you like wedge and wiggle your dagger around and you're kind of trying to move it around and stab into this desk um you hear something kind of break and then it clicks open and pulls out um and here it looks like quite a um well uh, like fancy scroll okay and scroll, okay. Yeah, um, so as you unroll this, you can see what looks to be some kind of a deal, a contract. Um, And it looks like uh, it details certain amount of years of service Mm. for um, uh, abilities or like... um, for power power mm-hmm. or less power and perceived power for, by others it looks like someone is trying to be a star mm, got it got it uh, and i just shake my head and i i tuck that into my cloak um and i look back at the rat cage and i kick it over on the side and you hear Oh. Hello? Do you do a perception check? Yeah, and I'll I'll pick up the cuz it's it's like a rat cage, right? Like it's something I could pick up. Mhm. Pick it up and I'm like, "Hello." Um, there's nothing in the cage, but Oh, okay. I rolled a 14. What's my perception? Plus 4. Yeah. Okay. 18. Okay. Yeah. You look inside the cage and you're like, you don't see anything in the cage. Um, but you look around because you definitely heard like a squawk of some kind. Uh-huh. Um, and 
Um, it's been trying to stay still, but it sees you spot it, this black raven on the top of the wardrobe, and it sort of ah! at you and sort of flaps out of this room. Okay, so it left? Well, it's like it's trying to. Okay. Oh, it's heading for the gap in the canvas flap, you know, that that's like the doorway of the stand. Right. Hello yeah, there, little bird. Stop it or yeah. Yeah, I uh You can stop it like if you don't want to attack it, you yeah. can try and stop it without like Can I try and like grab it? it? Yeah. I want to yeah, try yeah. and like Grab it. Ho, ho! And I'll try and grab it. Yeah. Come on. God. Nice. Nope. Yeah, I think you have that scene where, like, a bird is kind of flapping around your face and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, and you're trying to grab it and you're like, ah, ah! There's this raven just going, rah, rah, rah! At you. Um, and it manages to sort of fly out of the tent. Okay, I'll, I will also leave the tent with the with the contract tucked away safely. Yeah. Where are you headed? Uh, back to the back room. You step over these I, two slumbering clowns. Yeah, do I see the bird at all? Do I see which direction it went? If you dash out of there, yeah, you could probably yeah. see it heading for the back of the main tent. Yeah, I'm I'm running that way then. Yeah. So you see this crow like raven um dive under the flaps of the, you know, entrance and kind of enter the back of the main tent. Okay. And you like bust in there afterwards after it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you see it fly to Magnifico and settle on his shoulder and like in his ear. And I'm like, hello, Magnifico. And he seems like he's listening to like this raven. And then he turns slowly to you and he's like, hello, thief. Thief? I believe the thief is the one that sold your soul. That doesn't make sense. But that's what I think. <laughs> he's like he kind of like raises an eyebrow at you and is like not here and like pushes you out of the like back room of the main tent and I'll cock two eyebrows at him and say okay and I'll walk out (laughs) yeah and he just kind of drags you back like kind of like not drags you but like kind of walks towards his own tent, cocks two eyebrows when he sees the unconscious clowns um, outside of his tent or just still just having a nap and kind of props them up so they look like they're asleep on the tent rather than just like half dead asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, at least that way they look like they're sleeping on the job. Nobody taught you anything. What's your game, Magnifico? And he's like, I was about to ask you the same thing as you're like in his tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I have reason. Want. I have reason to believe that you're under the influence of something nasty. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I've spoken with several of the performers and they mentioned your furry little friend came to town and everything sort of went to gray. That's probably what they'd say instead of hell. <laughs> yep, I agree. Um, and he he says, well, I have been a magnificent magician my whole life and yes. I resent the implication that you're saying. You were and still are, from all accounts, a wonderful magician. One of the best, Filippo said. Some of the best of us, Amelda said. But recently they are concerned for you, my friend. And I have come to bring you salvation. You cannot bring me anything. Have you noticed the colors fading? Yes. Everybody has. I'm not blind. What do you think of that? Well, it's not wonderful. Everybody doesn't like it. But what am I supposed to do about it? Well, perhaps. Perhaps there are people that could help. Help what? Help bring the colors back to harmony. I'm more interested in helping myself. Was that always your attitude? Something tells me it wasn't. And he he kind of sighs and looks back at you. He's like, what do you want? And I'll lean forward and try and look as ominous and intimidating as I can and say, I want the emerald. Yeah, so roll me an um, intimidation check. Is that plus five? Yeah. Oh, God. Nice! 17 on the die. 22. Nice. So he does kind of stagger backwards a bit and his eyes go a bit wide and he's like, how do you know of the Emerald Gem? We know all. Let me help you and you don't and have he, to. Yeah, he kind of frowns and he paces a little bit and he glances to look at this raven which is settled on top of like the, you know, wardrobe again. And he sort of, He considers what you're saying and then turns around and he's like, look, if you know of the Emerald Gem, then you know that Mr. Greystone is willing to pay handsomely for it. And this is my ticket out of this small change circuit life. Do you understand me? This is my chance to get out. I am I, I, I haggling a price right now to make it worth my... Any gestures to your pocket. Um... And as soon as I get a price and he gives me the money, then I'm gone. I'm out of here. Do you understand? 
what I understand is men like Mr. Greystone never pay what they say they're going to pay. The price is always far more than you can afford. And he kind of, again, looks towards this raven. And it's like, more than you know. And he's like, I, I can't continue this right now. I'm due on stage. Just wait here. Um, and he looks at the raven and the raven goes to like, rap, and he's like, I'll do this one on my own. And he walks out. Okay. Leaving you and the raven there by and I'll walk, It's like perched up on something, right? Yeah. And I'll walk up to it with like my hands behind my back, just looking up at it a little bit. I'm like, who are you? Who sees through your eyes? Yeah. Um, and it changes in front of you. No. And I'll step back. Yeah. It changes into the form of a wee little imp. Um, and it sort of sits on top of this wardrobe with its legs crossed um, and kind of looks down at you and goes, and who are you? And what deal can we strike? My friend, I am easily bought. I love pretty green sparkly things. And he, he says, yes. I know the location of a certain pretty green sparkly thing. Indeed. But what are you willing to give? Uh, a song, of course. A song that like, will live forever. And he's like, ha! That's, that is not of equal or greater value oh, than the thing I offer. You, you wound me. My songs are worth, they are priceless. They will last forever. And he's like, I can offer many things. I can offer my loyal service and the skills that I possess for many years. The op- the location of the gem that you seek, I could give you money. I could give you magic items. No, what? I just want the gem. Are you sure? I could make you famous. My friend, you can't make someone famous. And he's like, Tell that to Magnificent. It's short-lived. It's flash in the pan. Entertaining comes from the heart, and his heart is not in it. You cannot put the heart into an entertainer. How about... And he thinks for a while. You give me that shiny loot that you have there. For what? I'll tell you where the emerald stone is. Tell me where the emerald stone is and I'll give you the loot. He's like, are you sure? Tell me where it is first and then we'll see. He's like, ah, that is not the deals we make. And he's like, fine, if you don't want to part with that. Hmm. Maybe you could 
Ooh. Well, you could kill that pesky bard that's making Mendefuso's life so difficult. Then I will tell you. What if, instead of that, I were to kill you? He's like, well, that's not fair. I I don't think we're talking business. There's no fairness in business. And he kind of eyes you up and he's like, I don't know that you could. He's like, how about this? If you think that you can, have a go. And he like springs at your face. Okay. Are we rolling initiative? But it's just him and you, so yeah. I yeah. guess it's just see who goes first. Yeah. <laughs> we just do highest rolls. Oh, he got a five. I got another seventeen. Yeah, so you definitely go first. So he okay. springs at your face, um, as his little imp self. Um and he looks like he's going in for an attack. So what do you do? I cast sleep on him. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> And uh, 20 total. Nice. Yeah, double him. <laughs> so he just, he's like flying at your face and then just like yeah. goes down in a heap of um, sleeping. So he sleeps as he hits, like as he kind of falls and then it hits the floor and he probably takes like a point of damage as he hits the floor from bludgeoning and sort of wakes back up again and it's like, Fine. And at that point, I have like my rapier out, like pointed at yeah. him, you know? And he's like, arms crossed, and he's like, fine, my life for the location of the green jab there. Fine. And he seems real pissed off about it. <laughs> like, uh, this is a much better deal for you, trust me. Where? Um, he points at the mirror. This big. Yeah. Ornate mirror in the corner over the tent. Okay. In the mirror? Behind the mirror? What? It's like, it's in there. Just go touch it. Touch it for me. And he's like, mm-mm, that wasn't part of the deal. I just had to tell you where it was. Fair enough. And I'll walk over towards the mirror. And I'll poke it with the tip of my rapier. Yeah, and you can see the surface rippling as you touch it. And I'll look back at the imp. And the imp shrugs and turns into a rat and scuttles off. (laughs) And I will... I'll step through. Okay. Take a big deep breath and then step through. Yeah, it's like a really weird sensation as you step through the coldness of the mirror and it's kind of rippling around you and then you sort of step through to this dark, like totally dark space. You can feel space around you, um, but it's almost like dampened air. Like it's not hard to breathe, but it's like difficult. It, It feels weird. Yeah. I'll cast Dancing Lights. Nice. So, yeah, these lights, these little balls kind of fill this Mm -hmm. space. And you see that it's actually not a large space in here. Um, 
large enough. It's like a sure. rather large, like, you know, main tent kind of sized space. Right. And in the middle of this space is a simple ebony box. Ooh, a box. And I'll walk towards the box and I'll try and yeah. give me it open with my dagger. Okay. Um, so you can either, yeah, like you can either do a sleight of hand check to pick the lock that it has on it, or you can just try and smash this box or whatever. No, you want. I'm going to try and be gentle with it. Okay. There it goes. 19 on the die. Nice. Yes. Okay, so yeah, you kind of jimmy around with this lock and it, you know, opens. And inside this emerald, many faceted gem sparkles um, somehow because there isn't any light here. Oh, it's picking up from the dancing lights. Yeah, yeah. Picking up from the dancing lights. Yeah. They're in front of you. So I reach in and I grab the sparkling emerald. Nice. And I, I nod to myself and I'm like, Filippo will be well pleased. Yeah. Um, and what do you do? I put it yeah. into my pouch and mm -hmm. I turn around to walk back through the mirror. Okay. You walk back through the mirror. Okay. And coming in and coming into the room. Yep. Again, is Magnifico having finished his set. Looks like time works differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And sees you exiting the mirror, and is like, "No, no, no!" Yes, yes. You cannot have this, Magnifico. But don't you know what this means for me? Don't you know what this gem can do for the world? No, I don't give a shit about the world. You're precious. I care about me. Yeah, you are part of the world, my friend. Trust me, this is for the greater good. Don't listen to that devil. But I wanted to be better. He promised he would make me better. He do promised you, he would make me famous. Do you if feel- If two years of service. This has got to be worth something. Do you feel better, Magnifico? In your heart, do you feel better? And he's like, fists, you know, clutched and is like, no, I, I won't let you leave. I'm leaving. And he's standing there stubbornly in front of you, in front of the door. My friend, this should not turn into any sort of scuffle or fisticuffs. I just bested a devil on your behalf. I will destroy this contract. You're free. And he's like, no, no, you can't. You can't. My, my soul. You will be better this way. He's like, we'll please. I will do my time. I'll do my time. I'll do my time without the gym. Please don't, please don't destroy the contract. I, I, I don't want to lose my soul. And I, I pull out the contract, and I say, if something happens to this, your soul is destroyed. And he nods, and now tears are streaming down his face. I, I, I hand it to him, and he clutches it 
tightly against his chest. Be careful. I'm stuck, stuck, you see. Two years. They agreed to two years. Be careful. You run with dangerous people. He nods. He was like, I think I think I should leave the circus. If it'll let me. I I I don't want to hurt them. You're a good man, Magnifico. I used to be a good magician. You still will be someday. You've you've gotten yourself into some dark waters, but there's you'll find a way out. How much longer do you have? <laughs> and he sort of laughs and too long. I have a friend who may know how to help you. If I can find help for you, I will return. Stay here for a spell yet. Don't leave yet. He nods kind of sadly and looks at the rat that's just sort of like sitting on his boot. You know? Uh, And I'll walk out of the tent. Okay. And she's like crying and clutching this document. Yeah, okay. Um, I'll go back to the main tent, backstage area. Mm-hmm. With the gem, you like, see, away. Yeah, you can see Anamala there and Imelda there and, you know, some of the other people you've talked to before. And there's one more set tonight? Yep. I'll, I'll perform, you know, I'll close out the show. I'll stick around for that. Cool. And with this loot that yeah. you have? yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, as soon as you strum, as soon as you hit that spotlight, like the noise that comes out of this, the the audience's murmurs and stuff are just hushed. And everybody hangs on to see what the song or what this performance will be. Yeah. And I just start singing a song about the colors coming back. Mm. Is it like, like medley, rock and rolly, like it you know, melodic, off, like melodic? Mm. Yeah, it starts off really slow and somber, and I'm, you know, talking about how it's gray, and I'm using some of the words I saw in Filippo's tent, some of the lyrics, and throwing those mm. in. Um, and then it kind of picks up and I start strumming the lute more and using prestidigitation to make like beautiful flowers appear and disappear and like scintillating sparkles and shit. And uh, yeah, then it gets really uplifting and rocking out and everything. And I'm just getting people pumped on the colors. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, and I think when you go into the back room, Filippo is sitting there. And like, again, a lot of crying in this one, like tears are streaming down his face. And he was like, you did it, my friend. You made it beautiful. I used your words, some of your words, most of them, he, are mine, of course, but he, yeah, he, he, he nods and he laughs and he's like, I, I heard you've made me want to try again. Keep an eye on Magnifico. He's and, in the bad And his place. rat. He needs friends now more than anything. And he 
he's gotten himself try. mixed up with some bad things. But he means well. Can you do that for me, Filippo? And he nods and he was like, I will try and look past the whiskers <laughs> to see the friend that we have always had. Family, right? We're all family here. We are. And Amala walks over and goes, yes, we are. And Amelda walks over and grabs them both in a bear hug and says, and family never lets go. Yeah. And they're like, ah, Amelda, oh God, let go. <laughs> yeah, just keep an eye out for them. It'll be over in time. They nod. Where is your illustrious ringmaster? And Rabina walks back in, having announced the next act, and is like, oh, green, that was wonderful, oh, inspiring. It was, it was all this loot that you let me borrow, and I'll hand it back to her. And she's like, no, no, please, keep it. If you insist, it's a very, <laughs> it's, it wasn't an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's no, like, don't no. take it back. <laughs> she's like no no keep it please uh, I, I, I'm just glad that music like that exists in the world now it does and perhaps the colors will be coming back soon I, I hope so keep that hope alive for it's what lights the light of the future is that the line that you disappear on as as a very yeah, flourishy Yeah, I, I do like press the digitation to make this big sparkle, and when it dissipates, I'm gone. Yeah, nice. Heading back um, to, to the old cat, dude. Candy apple yeah, back to the Yeah, back to the cat. Where you something. actually, yeah, you walk into the tavern, um, and all of your fellow, you know, usual um, tavern mates are there, and the owner is like, oh, green. Oh, good, you're back. I was worried we were going to have to hire another butt. Are you playing tonight? Yes, of course. I have a brand new song. And he's like, wonderful. Oh, everybody will be so pleased. It's uh, called and then... Sweet as Honeycut. <laughs> and uh, in the corner, you see this figure that's been like kind of hunched over and hiding uncomfortably in this tavern, hunch even more and go, oh, God. <laughs> And I'll walk over to him and I'm like, oh, honeycut, my friend. Have I got a tale for you? And he's like, oh, oh, do you? Is it going to be loud? <laughs> Very. <laughs> and I'll sit down and say in a big stage whisper, what do you know of devils? <laughs> and he's like, oh, goodness. Um, well, a lot. Uh as as lawkeeper of uh the well as the lawkeeper society head I, I, and and also master of the library um i i know a lot okay well i don't know but there was an imp involved there was contracts a mention of a mr graystone yeah and he's pulling out his little black notebook and he's writing everything furiously as you're saying yeah. But most importantly, there was this. And I'll slide out the gemstone and it's wrapped up in the same cloth that the loot was wrapped up in. And I'll slide yeah, and this, to him. This is the most sort of like 
forward you've seen Mr. Honeycutt, he's just like, oh, and like it makes like an unconscious kind of noise of joy, you know. Um, probably the loudest he's been this whole time too, as he pulls this towards him. And he's like, oh, wonderful. Oh, green. And he kind of reaches out and sort of shakes you on the shoulder. Um, it's like, oh, this is this is great news for all of harmony. Oh, you know, and then he's like sort of tucks it away and is like, thank you for your your dedication uh to the to this mission. Oh, green. you're very welcome. I I mean I can get it all the rest of them if you are there more i can get them all well we have many yeah we have many uh heroes and adventurers working on the other stones even as we speak oh smart very smart you run a tip-top organization there honeycut we cannot we cannot muck around uh this mr mr uh Greystone. Greystone. Yes, I'm already back through my notes. Um, is is a figure that has come up before, and is one as such we fear maybe behind this loss of color. He certainly seems like a nefarious character. And and uh, uh, he pulls out like a little wee coin pouchy kind of thing that jingles with coins and hands it over to you, Green. I wish to say thank you with this uh, and also uh, extend an invitation to you, one of such skill and bravery to join the Lawkeeper Society. And I stand up again and whip out my rapier and point it up into the sky and say, I would be honored to join the Lawkeepers. <laughs> And he's, he sort of laughs to himself and kind of like rubs his head and sort of removes his glasses a little bit, you know, and it's like, yes, uh, well, at least you're getting the hang of the secret part, I guess. Yes, secrets. And I'll take the coin pouch and put it in my belt. And he's like, tell me more of this loot. And the, I think the scene fades yeah. as, you know. Uh, you start kind of demonstrating mm-hmm. some of the things like, you can do. And... Look, burn me as I like play. I'm like put that yeah. candle on me. Yeah. Cool. Nice. There we go. And that's the end of Green's adventure to get the green gem or the emerald gem for the saving of harmony yes indeed will it be enough i guess we'll have to see and uh i hope uh magnifico is okay with his imp still alive i hope so too that might have been a bad decision on my part (laughs) so will it be enough Well, we'll have to wait and see as we get nearer to our exciting conclusion of the very exciting Dungeons and Dragons nerds episode. But this was part three of Restoring Harmony, Circus of Illusions. Thank you again to Joey Richter of Hindsightless, who is 
as always, just an amazing one-on-one player. Um, I don't know if I could have done this with anybody else but him. So thank you very much. Um, If you have been enjoying listening to Jules from NZ, tell your friends. Uh, I love it when people do that and stumble across me in the random ways that they do. It It's kind of awesome. And uh, with that, basically, all I want to say is noho ora mai. Stay well. Look after yourself. There's another round of COVID going around in New Zealand right now. And um, it's pretty rough. So take care of you, you know. Inohora. Kakite ano. Aroha nui. Mwah. Goodbye. Bye.